and welcome to the Word of Life Church Podcast. We're delighted you've chosen to spend some time with us today. We believe that today's message has the power to inspire and elevate your faith journey. Before we dive in, we'd like to express our heartfelt thanks to our partners. Your generous contributions make it possible for us to continue spreading the gospel, serving our community, and carrying out our ministry. If today's episode moves you and you'd like to be a part of our mission, we'd invite you to become a partner. Your support has an everlasting impact and allows us to reach even more souls. Now, let's turn our hearts and our minds to the Word as we begin today's episode. Y'all can be seated. You can be seated. Um, we're going to end with worship. I, I don't foresee in my heart communicating real long tonight, but I, I do want to make us mindful of a prophetic word for this year. And uh, something that I feel like is, is critical that we pay attention to. And you can, if you can play behind me, Todd, that'd be great. Um, we had our prayer conference in January. And we're excited. Uh, we'll run that back every single January. Uh, if you missed it, that's okay. You can make it next year. We've already got Patsy Caminetti again confirmed uh, for uh, the prayer conference 2025. How, how amazing is it to just say that out loud? Um, but it's coming and it'll be here before we know it. And so we have her confirmed, which is great. And we'll bring in other people too who kind of know that flow of the spirit and kind of take things in a direction of prayer. Uh, but we also had Jen uh, Tringali. Uh, I've heard it, Tringle, Tringal, and Tringali, as she is Italian. And so I asked her, and she said, well, it could be Tringali or Tringel. Uh, so we'll just run with both of those. Uh, but she came in, and she felt like she had a prophetic word of the Lord for this year. And when she said that, it really bore witness with my heart and, and bore witness with, with what I felt like God was, was speaking. She came and she had a prophetic word. Now, I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with prophecy. Um, get familiar with it. <laughs> Your Bible is full of it. The, the whole book of the Bible is just covered with prophecy. And each one of us are to have prophecies in our own lives that we are to war good warfare with the prophecies that have gone out before us. And what's so sad to me is that there's so many Christians alive today who have never had a prophecy. Well, how in the world could you war good warfare with something you don't have? We need the word of the Lord. And so out of this tonight, like if any of these things bear witness with your spirit, take it as your word and war a good warfare with it. Take it as your word and war a good warfare with it this year because this is a global word but if you take it as yours it can be yours uh you know with the children of israel they were going into the promised land hebrews tells us to look at them that many of them did not get in the promised land because when they heard the word they didn't receive it as theirs they didn't mix faith with it and so if this in any shape form or fashion bears witness with any part of your heart. War, a good warfare with this word. And somebody says, well, what does that mean? You pray it out. You pray it out. You speak it out. When things contradict it, you speak to it and say, this is what God has spoken. When God speaks to you a word, you return it back unto him. It, it's powerful. Uh, so uh, she had a prophetic word and she said, um, that it's a year of crossing the threshold. 
the year of crossing the threshold. And immediately when she said that, my heart uh, lit up because the Lord spoke to me in October of last year. Um, every October, the Lord seems to kind of speak to my heart about seasons. It's, it's interesting. I don't know why. And it could be just me um, making space for it, or it could be just the season, you know, that God is operating in my life. I don't know. But anyway, in October, the Lord spoke to me and said, we're entering into a season of the open door, the open door. And so when she said threshold, immediately, like my heart just lit up because a door has a threshold that when you cross it, you're in something brand new. Uh, So all in this facility, you have a set of doors over there. You have a set of doors over there. You have doors back there. You have doors back there. In each one of these doors, and they all will take you different places. That'll take you into a little hallway. That'll take you into a foyer. That'll take you outside. Each one of these doors go to someplace new. And when you cross that threshold, you are literally in a brand new place where literally the scenery is completely different. That what is in one space when you walk through the open door is not in the other. That when you step into one thing, what was completely disappears. And what is, is all that there is. Threshold, crossing a threshold, moving into a new space, seeing new things, new graces, uh, stepping into new things, seeing new things, seeing new people, seeing new places. Uh, And so she likened it, and I love this thought, and like it's amazing how the Holy Spirit can just confirm something of, you know, when something reaches threshold, it changes. Uh, Some of you have reached threshold. Like you could take, you could take it a little bit, but they kept hitting your buttons and you hit a threshold and a new you emerged. Uh, maybe in traffic, uh, or, you know, maybe, you know, with the kid asking when, uh, for the hundredth time it's you reach threshold. Uh, and so, you know, when something reaches threshold, it changes completely. And she gave two examples. I'm just being mindful of these things because so many of us hear these things, but we do nothing with them. And if the word is preached, but it's not mixed faith with it profits you nothing. It profits you nothing. Uh, And so out of that, we want to mix faith with these things. It's not enough for it to just be said. We've got to take this. I'm crossing a threshold. I'm going through the open door. I'm moving into some things that are brand new. What was is completely different. I'm going to be completely different. What God is doing in my life is going to be completely different. Warring a good warfare with the words, prophecies that have been spoken over you. So, but she said when something reaches threshold, it changes. She gave several examples. Uh, water going both ways. Water boiling. When you, you take hot water, sometimes I like pour overs. In fact, I made a pour over today. Anybody else? My, co- my coffee crowd, where are you? My coffee people. Let me, I like coffee. Oh, I like it. I like it. And I geek out over it. And so when I get brand new coffee, before I, I run it through the drip, because me and my wife drink you know, coffee every morning, so we'll do a drip maker. And when I get a new bag, I always like to open it up and do a pour over. Because with the pour over, I can control the flow and make sure that the grinds are evenly saturated, get the bloom in effect, whole nine yards. Uh, so out of it, um, when I'm making the pour over, I will put the cattle on the, the thing. And while it's heating up, it is hot. 
Like you touch it, it is hot. You can feel the water heating up. But even when it's heating up, it's, it's, it's not changed yet until it reaches threshold. And when it reaches threshold, just one to two degrees away changes everything. Like you, just one to two, two degrees more like changes the complete complexities of the water. I mean, before it's still, now it's bubbling and, you know, all of these kinds of things. It reached boiling. Why? It crossed threshold. And some of you genuinely are like one to two degrees away from everything changing. It's, it's genuinely like something is here and on the other side is something brand new. And when you just step over the threshold, everything is changing. She used the example of water going the other way, that it can be cold. It can be, you know, cold, and it's like, it's cold. But when it reaches threshold just a few degrees away, water changes again, and it freezes. Why? It crossed a threshold the other way. And this is a season of threshold where many people are going to walk in new things. Like, you are going to be completely different because you walked into a brand new room. Uh, In Revelations, just this is the scripture God gave me for this year. Let's go look at it real quick, and now I'll wrap this up. I say I wrap this up. I'll probably be talking another 10, 15 minutes. <laughs> Revelation chapter 3. In verse number 7, it said, Unto the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, He who is holy, who is true, who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut and who shuts and no one will open says this I know your deeds and behold I have put before you an open door which no one can shut because you have a little power you have kept my word and you have not denied my name and so he said I have set before you an open door and like when you cross over it's, it's a brand new space. Now, I have sensed that so big. And all throughout Scripture, like when the Lord spoke that to me, he gave me several examples. Joseph uh, crossing threshold. Joseph going through an open door. This was way back in October, long before I heard Jen's word. Joseph for years had a promise in his heart that looked like he had a dream. It looked like it would go unfulfilled. And then there was a moment, that door opened. Pharaoh has a dream, and it was like in, in the moment, in a twinkling of an eye, everything just changed. Now, Joseph was hot for a long time. Like, Joseph was living for the Lord in Potiphar's house. He was living for the Lord even in the prison, and it was hot the whole time. And even there, he saw a measure of what God could do. He's prospering in a prison. He's prospering in Potiphar's house. Like, it's amazing why the Lord was with him. But there came a moment in his story where he was one to two degrees away. And when it heated up that way, he crossed threshold. And all of a sudden, he's like the most powerful man in the world, interpreting dreams. God's given him Goshen. Everything changed. So much so that if you would have been in Pharaoh's court, it's like, who is this guy? You've been working for Pharaoh for decades and like you thought you were in position for it and then just all of a sudden this guy, you know, he's in prison a day day ago. He's in prison. And the next day he's running the whole country. Why? He crossed threshold. He crossed an open door. And when he did, everything about Joseph's life changed in a moment. In a twinkling of an eye, everything changed. Another example, Ruth, life marked by tragedy. Marked by tragedy. 
literally the death of a loved one, her husband. And like everything that she knew changed. She moves countries. She's helping Naomi, who's her mother-in-law, with her pain. She's literally like working in a field and there's this field where they're just not gleaming all the way from it. They're leaving a little bit for those who are in need. She's a beggar and she's out there gleaming in a field and it looks like this is gonna be her lot in life. But she didn't know it. She was just a couple of degrees away. Just serious, a couple degrees away. And she didn't know it, but God was up there dealing with the heart of a man by the name of Boaz. And Boaz is looking at Ruth, and he knows there's something about this girl. And in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, her whole life was changed. You talk about entering into a new room. She's married. Uh, She's got like a prince of a husband. She's pregnant. She's given birth to a child. Naomi's completely changed. Like in just a, a chapter, her whole story is changed. Like in a moment, God redeemed everything, everything the enemy stole, everything the enemy took. She entered threshold and everything changed. Think of Nehemiah. He's just a cupbearer in the the, the king's uh, courts. And and he's there just sitting there and it comes into his heart that he's supposed to do something with the torn down walls of Jerusalem. And he goes, he's, he's literally a waiter. That's what he does. He's a waiter. But he's there and all of a sudden God puts favor on his life and he goes and he starts rebuilding these walls. And and literally the Bible says what took decades for them to build, he builds in a matter of days. And in that moment, everything changes. He's made governor and his whole world changes in a moment and a twinkling of an eye. Think of Jesus. Jesus for 30 years was just the, the son of a carpenter. He's just working with his hands. And then the spirit of the Lord comes on him. He crosses threshold and he steps up and says, the spirit of the Lord is on me. And they're like, who are you? Like, and they're watching all these things come out of his life. And they're watching all of these things that like just manifest from him. They're like, this is amazing. Like just so many new things. Why he crossed threshold. And I had that so big in my heart that for so many of you, you're entering into a time of favor. You're entering into a time where things are are being made new. And you ought to proclaim the favor of God is on my life. And I know it may look like it's going this way, but all it takes is one to two degrees difference and everything changes. Like everything changes. Like a time of favor, a time of God's favor and goodness resting upon people for his kingdom purposes for things that he wants, favor with government officials, favor on the job, favor relationally, favor of God adding to you everything you need to run your race and finish your course, a time for it, a time for it. But I sensed, even when I was praying that back in October, like Paul said, that that there's an open door before me, but there are many adversaries because the enemy wants to block those things from happening. And I didn't know exactly how to word that until Jen came in. And when Jen came in, she said, it's a time of threshold. I'm like, yes, the open door. And then she said, though, but you're going to have to go through the threshing floor. And I'm like, that's it. The threshing floor is as about as, as, as wonderful as it sounds. <laughs> the threshing floor is literally where they would take grain, put it on the floor in a big circular thing, and let big, heavy oxen come and trample it and crush it. 
And it would separate the valuable from the invaluable so that when the wind did come, it would blow what was invaluable away and only what remained is what was valuable. The threshing floor. And for so many of you, you're about to to go through an open door. When you cross that threshold, everything is going to change. The favor of God on you, adding to you what you need in this season. But to go through the threshold, you're going to have to pass the threshing floor. And that's what's been going on in your life right now, is you are in the middle of a threshing floor. And each one of those instances, their threshing floor was different. For Ruth, her threshing floor was the loss of something she loved. And I don't know if you've ever been there before, but I have. When you think something's going to be with you forever, and then all of a sudden it's not, and it's taken away from you, that you you feel crushed, and there's a part of you that you just sense like, what is this on my soul? What is this on my life? And Ruth had the pain of loss. Joseph had the pain of it just not changing fast. And Joseph, he has this dream, and it's like God gave it to him. He he sees it. He literally sees his future. The dream entered into his heart. But from the time it entered into his heart to the time it was fulfilled, it was over 16 years. And it just seemed like everything about this dream was tearing. Everything about this dream was was not happening. And it's in this moment of, you know, when you feel like God's spoken to your heart and you wake up and it's not there and you wake up again and it's not there and you're praying and you're believing and you wake up and it's not there and only is it not there, but you feel further away from it than when you woke up the last day. And all of a sudden, God's spoken to you, and you're in a pit, and then you're a slave in Potiphar's house, and then you're in a prison, and then you think God is working it out. you got a cupbearer there, right there, who, who, who has a dream, and you know he's going to go back to the king. And then after that, it's two and a half years later. His threshing floor was time. Nothing tries your faith like the passage of time. You get in faith to see the goodness of God and then time passes and what happens? We don't cross the threshold because the threshing floor took our patience. And so we give up on God and we give up on the dream and we give up on the promise and we don't cross the threshold because the threshing floor, it it did not do the job it needed. Uh, for, for, you know, uh, Nehemiah, he has this thing where it's like he's fighting to do what's in his heart, but everything on the outside of him is fighting against him. So much so that he literally has to fight with a sword in one hand and a hammer in the other. And he's got people persecuting him and he's got people trying to take him off of his wall. He's got all these things on the outside of him that are fighting the work he's trying to do. And some of you, that's your threshing floor right now. It's like, I'm trying to do a good thing, but all these other things are trying to take me off the good thing I'm trying to do. The threshing floor. So many times they just wanted him to stop and the temptation was quit doing what God has called you to do. And if he would have allowed it, He never would have crossed his threshold. Jesus, and this is the one I wanted to end with because I think this is the bulk of the people who are in the room. If you haven't been identified quite yet, you'll be identified in Jesus, I believe. Deep, deep, private temptation. Before he walks in his moment where the Spirit of the Lord is on me mightily, 
before he sees all of these amazing miracles come through his life, before he sees this threshold reach where everything changes, before he's known as a carpenter, after he's known as the savior of the world, he crosses that threshold. But before he crosses that threshold, the Holy Spirit led him to a place of temptation. And in private, he wrestled with inward temptation that came against his soul. And some of you, that's what you've been feeling in this season. You have felt before like a a temptation to like change and felt before a temptation like I got to make some adjustments, but you feel it now more than ever. And the reason why you feel it now more than ever is because you are about to go over a threshold where everything in your life is about to change. But in order for you to go over that threshold, you got to beat this threshing floor. you got to get up off of it that says, blow, wind, blow. Everything in me that's not valuable, everything in me that needs to go away, everything in me that can't exist in my life any longer, blow, wind, blow. The power of the Holy Spirit can blow it all away. But before it can blow it away, There's got to be a clear cut, a separation that leaves what is valuable from what is invaluable. And that's what God wants you to do. You don't have to do all the work and blow it away, but you got to come to God and say, God, I mean business this time. Like, I know we've talked about this before, but I'm not taking it back. Like, this is my heart. You really can't have it all. This is not a song I'm singing. This is actually something I want. I want you to do a work in me. I really want to be the clay. And I really want you to be the potter. And out of that, Father, I just come and I say, like, do a work in me. Like, I I want to pass this task because I don't think Jesus' story would have looked like it looked like if he just said yes instead of no. And I don't think Ruth's story would have looked like it would have looked like if she would have came to a place where her hurt just made her say, you know what, I'm not going in that field another day. And I don't think Joseph's story would have looked like Joseph's story if he would have let the passage of time just make him quit and say, what good is it doing this? What good is it like following God? What good is it like dreaming these dreams? What good is it to do? I don't think his story would have looked like that. I don't think Nehemiah would have ever rebuilt those walls and we'd read this book of Nehemiah about vision. If he would have said, you know what, I'm tired of having a hammer in one hand and it looks like nothing is happening and a sword in the other because it seems like everything in my life is fighting me from this good work I want to do, so I'm just going to give up. And what I'm telling you tonight is this, God is up to something. There is an open door. There is a threshold. And the way through it is through the threshing floor. And you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to fight the good fight of faith. We're going to have to war a good warfare with the prophecies that have come before us and say, God, this is it. I mean business with your spirit. I mean business with the power of God. And I know forever this will be a year of demarcation where before it was there, but now I am right here. Before I was on that room, now I am in this room. I have crossed threshold. And I'm in a brand new place. I've got a brand new grace and I'm doing brand new things. And so what what I want you to do is to ask the Spirit tonight for His power to help you make that consecration. Whether it's to get up and dream again like Joseph and to just hang on and to believe to see the goodness of God. Or whether it is like Ruth of like, God, recover my soul from loss. 
Recover my soul from this, that you really can be my kinsman redeemer and buy my life back from this mess. Our God, I need the courage to keep fighting and keep building because I know I've got a great work and I cannot come down. Our God, you know I've been wrestling with some things that only you and the enemy see. And I've got some things before me that in many areas it feels like I've lost here. But Father, one thing I know is you have not given up on me and I'm not going to give up on myself either. So I say, Father, I invite you into this area. Where I am weak, you are strong. And Jesus, I thank you by your grace. I can whip this for good. Get up off this threshing floor and cross the threshold God has for me. Oh, come on, church. How many of you are ready to cross the threshold God has for you? Just say this with me. Say, I'm walking through the open door. I'm walking through the open door. I'm walking through the open door. I'm going to places. I'm going to places I've never been to before.